Welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And today we are reviewing the movie Dungeons and Dragons colon Honor Among Thieves. I feel like they didn't need to do the colon and the other title. Like, this is the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, right? It is not the first Dungeons oh, it's not. and Dragons movie. Oh. There was one, I believe, back in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Well, okay. So this one came out just this year as we record, 2023, starring Chris Pine. And I'll just, just take a wild guess. Critic score on Rotten Tomatoes for Dungeons and Dragons, colon, Honor Among Thieves. What do you think? Wild guess. 63. Nate. Critics gave this movie a 91. <laughs> 91%. Okay. Okay. And then audience is even higher. 96. Well, 93. The audience gave it a 93. Apparently, both critically acclaimed and audience acclaimed, I, I would like to read one UK critics uh, review. Yes, please. I thought this was this was pretty this was pretty funny. Of Dungeons and Dragons Colon Honor Among Thieves, this critic says, quote, that vanishingly rare entity a riotously entertaining family-friendly film that hasn't been painfully squeezed out of a comic book franchise like the last forlorn dregs of toothpaste (laughs) from a long dead tube. Wow. That critic. This is why I am not an author, and that person is. Maybe it's because they're from the UK, but that felt like a very just wonderfully verbose uh, review and like totally just like obviously they do not like the current Marvel movies that are coming out or DC, I guess, but comparing it to a, a tube of toothpaste <laughs> that has been squeezed a long dead tube. I thought that was excellent. I thought that was excellent. That's very, very good. We're, we are not nearly as verbose or articulate. Well, we might be verbose. Unless that means the same thing, in which case we are not that. I think verbose is like much words, many words. Um, now, I assume you watch this movie because it is now on Amazon Prime streaming. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, I've, I've seen this earlier, and I've, I have rewatched it also now just, just to make sure it is fresh in my mind. Oh, you're a two times viewer. Okay, great. Uh, I, would say, I would say like one in 75%. I mean, I, okay. didn't, I didn't watch it, you know, end to end the second yes. time. But I, I found upon reviewing, I feel like this is actually a pretty entertaining movie. And uh, Chris Pine of uh, who I love from Wonder Woman and Into the Woods and all the things. He was in that uh, that that true life story about the oil rig that was like in the storm or whatever, the finest hours. He was Captain Kirk in Star Trek. He Captain played that Kirk. little tiny Me and the role. kids just watched uh, two of the Star Treks, which was very enjoyable. I feel like this was a good movie. Chris Pine was good in it. Every time I saw Michelle Rodriguez, I thought maybe I'm actually watching Fast and the Furious, but then I saw a dragon and it reminded me, no, I'm not watching Fast and the Furious. Right. Although future Fast and the Furious movies might actually have dragons i don't know i feel like we're like one toke away <laughs> we're from moving that. yeah we're moving <laughs> very close we're moving there but i enjoyed it so you joe you watched this even more recently for the first time what how did you feel watching this movie i'll be honest yeah i was delighted i was <laughs> delighted by this movie it was fun it is not amazing cinema it is not like world beating script or plot or anything no, it's no, pretty no, by no, the book no academy nope. awards yeah that's right that's right It is truly entertaining. I should start by giving you some context. You may be surprised to learn I wasn't always a thief. It is really fun to have these characters go on an adventure. And it turns out I have a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons background. Like a little bit. Oh, see, I've played a little bit of a campaign 
one time. Oh, really? And then I know kind of through listening to actual play podcasts of Dungeons and Dragons, like <laughs> I kind of know how it feels and how it looks to have, you know, someone do an investigation role and look into a room and be like, and now I'm going to try to use Mage Hand to open the door. Oh, it doesn't work. You know, it. this feels like it takes that sort of game, puts it in a very fun cinematic world. And I felt like I was watching a group of people attempt to solve problems just like like a Dungeons and Dragons group would do it in a very lighthearted way. And that's the thing. This movie, very, very lighthearted until it's not. And then when it's not, it somehow (laughs) lands. It does land. Like really heavy for a few moments. It does land, yes. There is a moment, and I'm not sure if it's earned. Are we spoiling this? Wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, we a will second. spoilers for this movie if, if you have not Well actually I'll tell you what. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, before we before we do that. What? I'm sorry, just a, re- <laughs> a reverb. Put reverbers. Play that the sound backwards. Um before we actually talk more about the movie, I want to talk about Dungeons and Dragons alignment charts. Are you familiar with these? No. Oh yes. Yes, like lawful good. Chaotic good, okay, lawful yes. evil. So lawful, I'm, yeah. I'm going to include both in the show notes and now I'm texting Nate images. Dungeons and Dragons, if you're not familiar, I don't have experience playing it. I've never played the game, mm-hmm. but I've listened to a few podcasts. I bet, that, you'd be a, I bet you'd be a good player. I'd probably be pretty good. This alignment chart, I guess, is like based on, I don't know. I guess this is like the character alignment chart. Character classifications of, yes. For example, like when you play the game, you're like one of right. these. And so there are nine designations when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons on this alignment chart. And it's uh, like, think nine squares, three rows of three. And so at the very top, like the top row, you have good, neutral is the middle row. The bottom row is evil. So good, neutral, evil. And then also from left to right, the vertical columns, you go from lawful, neutral to chaotic. So for instance, you could have a character or you yourself that is lawful good. And so one of these images that I'll include and that I just sent to Nate, if you're thinking about like fictional characters in, you know, movies and TV, mm-hmm. Superman, Superman is the lawful good character. He is like good morally and he operates by like following the rules. Like he is a lawful good then you have like all the way at the bottom right character. This is like the Joker from Batman. He is chaotic evil. So he is both an evil character and is also just chaotic. They also have other characters. For instance, chaotic neutral might be Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And lawful evil might be the Darth Vader because he is evil, but he also operates very like lawfully. He's not chaotic. Lawful. Follows a code, follows a, an order. Yes. So I would like to know, Nate. What am I? What do you think I am? Ooh. And I'm going to say what I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> for this, and we might have to cut down some minutes here because I do, I do want to think about this for a moment. Maybe we okay. think out loud. Maybe we can process think. out loud as we think about this. Okay. So I feel like you are definitely not in the chaotic camp. I'd say I would right. knock that whole like that whole okay, yeah, yeah. No, column yeah. out for you. Sure, you're definitely sure. in the either the lawful or the neutral. I'm glad you did say you're definitely not good. <laughs> now, now here's <laughs> no one is truly good. <laughs> well, well, um, fair. The, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so here's the thing. Here's yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like I feel like classifying someone as evil <laughs> is a rough is a rough go. The three evils like on this ex- particular chart is Darth Vader, 
Joker from Batman and the alien from like the titular alien movie. Yes. So like those are, those are evil. So I feel like, I mean, you really gotta be a bad guy or bad lady to be in the evil category. I feel like you got a little bit of true neutral in you. And this is one of the true neutral qualifications. It says unaffected by the petty squabbles of the masses. <laughs> and there is a part of you. And this, this one has an end from Lord of the Rings as a, <laughs> an end. and there is something there that feels like, but I'm thinking I'm going to go law. I'm going to go lawful neutral for you. Lawful neutral. That's my final thing. Lawful neutral. And the example that I see is uh, Captain Picard from uh, Patrick Stewart's uh, playing. Right. And the this other one that you sent me is Stark. The House of Stark. Oh, okay, guy. okay. Lawful. Yep. I feel like, okay, like, I'm down for lawful neutral. Now, for you, obviously not evil, so that cuts it down to six, okay? I want to lean chaotic. You know, now that you've become, like, a father and everything, you probably can't be as chaotic, maybe, as you as you mm. once were. But I do feel mm-hmm. like... Or is my chaos unleashed? No, no, you know what? Because I, of a three-year-old. I will say, I do think... I th- Okay, I'm going to say chaotic good. I think that you are chaotic good, whereas... At times, at least for me, like I don't know what to expect, but <laughs> when something happens, it is typically good. I'll remember one time you came to my house. Uh, this is when we were at our old house. And like all of a sudden you disappeared for a second. And then I started hearing a piano play in the other room. <laughs> and it was like, I, I didn't expect that. And, I, and then I amassed your children as part of my band. Like I the Pied Piper. The yeah. Pied Piper just gathers everyone and, and everyone is singing. Yep. And you did it again here, here at the new house. You We turned... I take it you, t- you played something on the piano and then it turned into a, a greatest showman uh, a sing-along karaoke and so i would say it is at least from my perspective more chaotic than neutral uh because it is a uh you know the unexpected you know kind of uh mm-hmm. surprising the chaotic energy sometimes that i bring yeah but it's it's always good it's it's a good chaotic and so uh yeah i'll say i'll say chaotic good and the listeners Great. I would love to know, love to know if you disagree or if you feel like there is a different uh, designation that we should be uh, taking account here. Yes, exactly. Exactly. As you know us. Another example of chaotic good was Robin Hood, the Russell Crowe version. Would love to be Robin Hood. Yeah. Would love to be. More of a Taron Egerton Robin Hood is how I really see myself. Michael J. Fox. (laughs) Michael J. Fox is uh, training you. And and me, oh, neutral good is Spider-Man in this other example. That's pretty cool. Okay. And it's, it's, okay, sorry. Anyway. Out of the classifications for a second. Okay, yes. Let's move back to this movie. Yes, the movie. Are you ready? I'm ready. I want to hear from you who you would like to be in this merry band so you have chris pine as ed yes who is like the planner and the bard does the singing yep you have holga michelle rodriguez right the fighter is is the fight like and you know what cool fight scenes cool fight scenes cool fight scenes very cool you have simon who's the wizard yes yes you have doric who is uh, shape-shifting. She's pretty cool. She is pretty cool, I have to say. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. You have Forge, who I guess is just the bad guy, but it, what, what was he, a, just a regular thief? Yeah, he was just, he was a trickster. Yeah, he was like a con man. And then you have Regé Jean Page, who plays Zenk, who, who is both <laughs> infinitely cool and also infinitely corny. And there he, I love his. But he could I fight. I love him walking over that rock. His fight scenes and, are <laughs> epic, He walks though. away. Yes. I mean, very good. He can fight. By the way, one of the names thrown out in the James Bond search, and I wouldn't be mad, is, is Regay Jean Page. Regay Jean Page. I would be totally in support of that. I think he would be mm-hmm. an excellent uh, James mm-hmm. Bond. Now, but, but like what, 
what who do you want to be like what powers do you want to be you're in a group now i'd like to you to answer two different ways one if this was real and you had these powers and two if you were playing a dungeons dungeons and dragons man it's hard for me to say that dungeons altogether. and dragons yeah you do they if do it with an apostrophe n dungeons and dragons dungeons and <laughs> like, dragons. like in and out <laughs> dungeons and dragons if you were playing in and out right uh also, what would you go as if you're choosing your character from like a character selection sheet? For the, for that, I'd probably go with the Chris Pine character. Like I would like probably my hand in the in the plans and maybe mm-hmm. uh, leading the the merry crew. But if I was choosing who to be in real life, I am not so uh, unaware of myself that I would say I could be a Regé Jean Pierre. Although I think he's like the person to be. Did I say his name right? Regé Jean Page. You said Pierre Regé at the Jean end, Page. which is you made it more Page. French. I made it even more. I made it sound even cooler uh, <laughs> the, because that's how cool he is. No, I would be, I think, and would like to be the wizard character. The uh, the guy who's making the portals, and he was very cool in the last fight scene. I'll just say that. Very, very cool. That's that's who I would like to be. And this okay. might be from uh, seeing Merlin even as a kid, which I, mm. I want to do that now for some reason. I want to talk about- You want to do that. <laughs> I want to talk You want to do that. Okay, okay, no, no, no. we'll do it. Okay, but what about we you? We just got to find out where that movie is somewhere. <laughs> I think I have to go with Dork. I have to go with the oh, the animal transformation. The shapeshifter. Wait, for who you, so who you would good. choose playing or who you would be in like real life? No, who I would want to be in real life would be okay. the shapeshifter. Okay. You really like in Moana. playing the game. This is all because you really like Moana. Is, is that what it is? No, it's because I like Sword in the Stone, the old Disney movie. Was there shapeshifting where, in that? Where, yeah, where Merlin can turn into different oh, animals. Oh, you turn into different things. Okay. But anyway, I, mean, I, I like animals. the wizard for the actual the play. Okay. I would choose I mean, See, I've never wizard. played, so ranged, I don't know. Okay. Ranged attacks is oh, really where, I'm, where I'm at. I see. Okay. You know, uh, I've never seen, or Animorphs. Did you read Animorphs when you were a kid? Uh, yeah. One, once or twice. Once or twice. I read that series cover to cover and oh, the, and I, the extra, I did not do that. and the anthologies and the, the and the <laughs> prequels. The lore. Uh, yeah, I did. I did all, I know about the Yerks. I know about to buy, I know about which, which Animorph would you be? Well, well, you can be whatever animal you touch. You can be whatever. That's the thing about Animorphs. As long as you have touched an animal and like assumed its uh, DNA or whatever, then you can become that animal. So hawk. I see you saying. I hawk. mean, I would do something that flies, but I feel like for like a power move, mm-hmm. you know, you'd want to be like a gorilla, some large ape. I think. Which Ninja Turtle weapon would you have? See now, this I'm glad we got into this. This is a very important question. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. as a, you know, as cool as Donatello is, I feel like just holding a stick is just not it's not doing it for me. Should we just make our new? Hold on a second. Let me just write this down on a piece of paper. So, some people have Myers Briggs. Okay. Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons alignment the charts. Mots, the Mots. Oh, this is good. Uh, Wait a minute. This the, is good. The Mots personality test. Mots personality. Nate, this is a. Profit. This is how we become millionaires, Nate. This is this, this is, is how we it. do it for sure. We okay, so the t- first question is, is of course ketchup uh, on fries or mayonnaise. No, the first question, of course, is what anamorph uh, animal you do, uh, and you have your <laughs> options. There are falcon. I'm just doing it real quick. Falcon, falcon lion, gorilla, gorilla. How beaver. You know gorilla was next. Beaver. beaver, beaver. Yeah. FLGB it. is your first one, and then on the second one you have your ninja yeah. turtle. Right. Um, we're gonna say. I think Weapon. we'll say. 
yeah, weapon, but we'll just choose the names of them. Yeah, right, right. Ninja right, right. Turtle. Okay, yeah. So you got Leonardo. And then, so you have Raphael, Raphael, who has... The size. The size. Yep. Yeah. PSI, I think. No, I don't know what yep. that's in. That's, that's pounds per square inch. You got Raphael. <laughs> you got, the, you got uh, Leonardo with the sword. Leonardo. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got Donatello with the, uh, the stick. No. The, oh, is Michelangelo has a nunchuck. Michelangelo, Michelangelo has the nunchucks. The, the nunchucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, oh, so that's RLD. Staff is a much more dignified word than stick. <laughs> yeah, he has the stick. <laughs> stick. Okay, yeah. And Michelangelo yeah. has the nunchucks. So that's RLDM. Right. right. And then, and the then what? Do, what Dungeons and Dragons uh, character would you be? Would you be the uh, you know the Chris Pine character, the shapeshifter, the wizard, or the uh, the, so we'll hell, go, the fighter. We'll go D. The D and D question is W for wizard. There you go. Yep. Uh, B for bard, which is bard, the Chris Pine. Right. Right. F for fighter. There you go. And then shapeshifter. And, and S for shapeshifter. This is very good. So now we're gonna. Make, so I got to make a website. Is that what you're saying? I got to. I got to make this personality test into a website. And then. And then finally, it's oh, the fourth question. Okay. Well, of course, you got to have the fourth one to kind oh. of determine. Okay. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Got to get yeah. an average. What is yeah. the fourth? <laughs> Are you writing the fourth question now? What's happening? No, the first the, is is barbecue choice. Barbecue, wait, like barbecue sauce? No. Barbecue choice. Well, no, because we're a dry rub family. Uh, if right, you listen to our about- bonus episodes, Stephen, while I write this down, where can people listen to our bonus, bonus, a bonus episode? <laughs> you can we talked about dry rubs. We talked about dry rub. We talked about my travel stories. We talked about, oh, it was such a good bonus episode. It was like 35 minutes long. You can go to patreon.com slash movies on the side or directly in Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe there and you access all the past and current bonus episodes. Uh, today was a, a very good one, let me just say. And uh, so now Nate is, I think he's writing what okay. food C item. For, C for cheeseburger, B for brat. Now, this is H the food, for hot dog. The food you would choose at a cookout. That's what this question is. And like, I think we'll just go, where do you have C for cheeseburger? How do I get chicken in there? Uh, drumstick. I guess we'll just do a D for <laughs> drumstick. D for drumstick. All right. There we go. Okay. Okay, so let's right. just get this all uh, locked right. in. Man, this is an unlistenable episode. Here we go. No, no, this, An- is, this is good. Anamorph. Everyone put this across. This will be in the show notes, so you'll be able to just refer to that. It's giving me work live Stephen on the show. Writes the, <laughs> Stephen writes the show notes. <laughs> I need a picture okay, of this. Stephen, yeah. Anamorph. Uh-huh. Anamorph, we have falcon, lion, gorilla, beaver. Which one do you right. choose? Gorilla, obviously. I'll do gorilla. Thank it's you. A G. Yep. Ninja Turtle would be Raphael, Leonardo, Donatello, or Michelangelo. I'm going to go Leonardo. Leonardo. Leonardo I want the sword. sword. I want the sword. GL. And then Wizard, Bard, Fighter, or Shapeshifter. That's, that's the wizard. I like wizard. the wizard. Yep. We'll do that. Um, and then Cheeseburger, Brat, Hot Dog, or Drumstick. Brat. That's the Bratwurst. That's it's a, a B. B. You have a G. You are a GLWB, <laughs> which is the Glob. Category. We gotta See, write. We gotta write out. What that means. So each of these categories, and obviously yes. now because <laughs> there are sixty-four options with which that was a good permutation. That was a fast permutation. The, yeah. I don't know if that's correct. <laughs> it might be more than that. Probably four more. to the fourth power. Four times sixteen. You got sixteen times you got four, four. Sixty-four. Sixty-four times it's probably four. Probably hundred and four. Right. Hundred and. Two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Sure, this is a, there's hundreds of options. Hundreds of there options. There are two hundred fifty-six options. All of them. Uh, Stephen will put 
each one of those will have a name uh, that Stephen will <laughs> write not, in the show notes. It's not accurate. <laughs> it's not happening at all. All right. Stephen is a GLWB. We'd Thank love you. for you to respond with what your personality oh, wait, 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 what is. Are you? What are you? You got to do it. You got to do oh. it. Matsana- oh, well. Did you say Matsonality? The Matsonality The Matsonality test. test. Yes. Okay. Uh, wow. F for Falcon. I would do the Donatello stick. You would do the Donatello stick? D, Shapeshifter S. Yeah, okay. And Cheeseburger, so I'm an FDSC. We could not be more different, Nate. This is why. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> you are we, chaotic we good. Go together. Yes, exactly. I am lawful neutral. That's exactly it. Now, yes. if, you could pl- if you could, when you edit this together, if you could just put all of that at times two speed and people go, wait a minute, are they <laughs> talking There's super no fast? editing. There's no editing. <laughs> That's real time. So people can that, test. They could go along with that. That, everyone, is how you come up with business ideas and a new personality test That's exactly. on the fly. Are we still talking about the movie? Should we talk about yes. the movie again? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. Okay. The fight scenes. Oh, I thought you were going to say hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. <laughs> No. The fight scenes. Fights. I want to tell you something. I know you're not a Harry Potter viewer and watcher. I have not seen them. I'm going to tell you something. It is a magical world, but for the most part, when they fight each other, people typically just point their wands and blast. Right. This movie actually has fun wizarding fighting. It does. This is the type of fighting that I wish was in Harry Potter oh, wow. because it's interesting. It's unusual. Yes. It's unconventional oh. a lot of times. Some big words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was delightful. I agree. I think, first of all, great hand-to-hand combat. Michelle Rodriguez, I feel like, you know, there's a fight scene early on where it's just her doing everything and Chris Pine's just trying to cut his uh, rope handcuff mm-hmm. off. Excellent, excellent fight scenes. And I do like even skip all the way to the final of battle. No spoilers yet, but you know, the the bad person and all of them, like like you're saying, it's a great combination. You got a little magic over here, you got some fireball throwing, but then you also got some hand to hand and axe stuff. Some shape shifty stuff. You got some trickery, some time stoppage. I do feel like of all the shape shifting things, she keeps going to like this uh, hawk bear. I I love owl <laughs> owl bear, I believe. Uh, is it an owl bear? I think so. I, mean, I guess it's cool. Because it can fly and it like is it's a weird. Bear. I like it that is it's weird. weird. Yeah, I do like that it is weird. It's very different. No, no, no. That's cool. Uh, no, I, I liked it all. And what a lot of the uh, critics were saying too is like this movie is also funny. Like it understands it should not be taking itself seriously, yes. and it, it doesn't. And it doesn't. It and, doesn't. And Chris Pine is the perfect person to be that. Like he is actually just naturally funny. And then like this line. But I is, would really like Jonathan to be here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Really like Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they also were just about to pardon him as they jumped out the window. It's very, very oh. like, but you know, the, the Chris Pine actually has this little like the pep talk moment with him and the team after they've like failed a bunch. Mm-hmm. And he says this line, which is like, literally the movie calls it cheesy, but it's actually not so cheesy where he says, we can never stop failing because the minute we do, we failed. And it's like, that's actually a great line. Because really if you are still failing, it means you're still trying. And the moment you stop trying, that's actually the true failure. And I was like, you know what? This is a silly movie saying a silly thing. Like even the other characters in that scene called it out for being silly. Yes. But it's actually like 
kind of deep too. And like he goes on and he says more things. And like like you're saying, the moments that the movie does choose to like insert some actual sincerity, I feel like it actually lands. It surprisingly works really well. Can we do spoiler horn for a second here? Because okay, I have to talk horn. about a deep moment. All right, let's, let's do the... Re- well, we did the reverse spoiler horn, so now we're going to do the regular spoiler horn. This is a sad spoiler. All right, what do you want to spoil now? <laughs> this movie, pretty early on, uh-huh. has Chris Pine's wife get murdered. Yeah. And while she lays there dying... She points back to a cabinet where she has hidden their baby girl. Right. And I, since having kids, am now a sucker for one, like losing a kid in a movie, but two, losing your spouse and like trying to raise your kid who looks like them and everything. That, now I'm not sure if it deserved this moment. Maybe not yet because it was... It was, it was, but they they bookended it with enough humor with the court case that it was right. like, it was like a palate cleanser to itself, which I thought was a good <laughs> way to do itself. it. Yeah, yeah. But the throughout the rest of the movie, Chris Pine is attempting to get some sort of magic that will bring back his wife. Correct. And part of his really deep, like again, this movie doesn't deserve to be deep in a lot of ways because it jokes at itself, it points at itself, but. Much like actual D&D play, everything's go goofy until it's not. And then until there's a moment where like a character dies that you were playing. Uh, and it's truly sad in that moment okay. that someone that you created. But he has this super deep realization that his daughter, who he raised with Michelle Rodriguez as like the aunt figure right. in her life, right. that, that the daughter views Holga as her motherly figure and that he should save her versus bringing back his wife. His wife. And what a deep thing to throw into this movie. And somehow it lands. It lands. I cried like it was, it was, (laughs) it was actually a poignant moment because like the, the little cutscenes they do, I do think it earned it. I feel like it earned it. And the way they portrayed it was really good. And it was like, right, the woman that Chris Pine wants to bring back is his wife, but not necessarily his daughter's mom. Actually, if he wants to bring back his daughter's mom, it is Holga, because she is the one that was there her entire life and raising her. And it was like both a self-sacrificial moment for Chris Pine, but also this like, like it was, it was deep. It was a good moment like... I, I give it to it. I, I yeah. give it to him. It was good. Yeah. I, I thought uh, now Michelle Rodriguez's character, Holga is very, very dry. <laughs> and I wasn't always sure that I was like super into Holga as a character. Sure. Sure. But her like being brought back to life and being like, why did you waste it on me? Oh, so yeah. While she's being hugged by the daughter is like, it's heavy. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. good. It is really right. good. Card pivot. To Hugh Grant. Hard pivot to Hugh Grant. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, forget about it. Hugh Grant felt, I felt like he loved being in this movie. I think so. I think so. I think he He enjoyed being the bad guy. Yeah. He was just a boob (laughs) in this movie. When you realize that he's the bad guy, because you don't know that until, you know, 
maybe 20 right. minutes in or whatever, it's like, oh, I immediately hate this guy. Like, he is the yes. worst. And he does yes. a great job of helping you continue to dislike him throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> and he, he does it yes. well. He does it great. And yeah, it was good. I also I wish. S- yeah. Oh, wait, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I wish that Sophina, who plays like the Red Wizard. Yeah. yeah. I wish that her overall i maybe there's some lore in D D that i uh, missed yeah but i wish that her overall uh desire to make the world into just kind of zombie clones i wish it was a little stronger or i wish she had a little bit more like i believed yeah. her like hating working with forge and like right, being right, right, his right. like vizier yes, yes. but Overall, I wish there was a little bit more to her than just pure evil down the right down the plate evil. Yeah. Which I guess in D and D, like evil is evil. Yeah, you got there's the, literally yeah. categories for it. Yeah, yeah, true evil, <laughs> chaotic, chaotic evil. But I will say, when talking about magic and the shapeshifter character, there's actually a great chase scene where she's like escaping the castle. So good, and like it was like one of the best use cases of that kind of shapeshifting power throughout a chase like she used she did like eight or nine different animals like it was very like intense like suspenseful like it was just a great actual use of this power in an action scene because i feel like most movies like don't do it well i feel like you know like those kinds of things are too weird and movies don't know what to do with it and i thought they actually did a really good job with it so that was fun this movie did not worry about being too weird and because it did that Yes. Because it wasn't squeezed out of a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> Long dead. They could, they could be more <laughs> inventively creative with Tell these scenes with this type of magic. Because yeah. I, I think that scene was probably the most tense I ever yeah. felt in the movie. Yeah, because that so character... I very much worried about her getting killed. Like I worried, like, yeah, yeah, I worried yeah. that she was going to be like, you know, a... A, a casualty along the way and i was yeah. like no i really like you i really want you to like live and right. so yes i thought it was great let, let me ask you this kind of tangentially related so the, the scarlet uh, witch or whatever uh, in this movie mm-hmm. it seems the, the like red wizard the red wizard at the end of the movie we see her it seems like she reveals her true self where like like she's like maybe have yeah, used magic like, yes. to make herself look nice and maybe this is actually what she really looks like which is just right. like a horrid figure a husk and, and like we we see this in many different movies like the X Men movies has this where like Beast tries to look like a normal human and Mystique do, does that and uh, you know uh, uh, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy three yes I did you know there's the bad guy in that movie also you know he tries to look normal even though he's like a grotesquery underneath or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let me mm-hmm. ask you this Nate. Yes. If you had some like yes. horrible disfigurement yes. or maybe yes. you just looked a little crazy, but you had the yes. power to make yourself look like Chris Pine from Dungeons and Dragons, yes. would you expend the energy to do that? Or would you just be like, this is me, uh, you know, greatest show of style. I'm not like, a stranger to <laughs> the dark. You know, and, and let's say, you know, like it, it's not. Lost uh, my nose, they yeah, said. Like the red so skull from uh, Captain America. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like yeah, maybe it depends on what you actually look like underneath. Here is the true answer. Yeah. Most people from we, the age of 15 to 35 yeah. probably would expend that energy. Sure. But I find myself at the fulcrum <laughs> part of my life. <laughs> so the, 
where yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. self-confidence or caring what others think about my overall look is like, slowly that's yeah. going down right right and my this is me is coming up <laughs> and so i think that i would start by doing a lot of it and then i realized this is exhausting yes time to show off my grotesque self the other day i have a pair <laughs> because i work from home my typical wardrobe is athletic shorts and something on top and there is a pair of athletic shorts that i have that has an increasingly gaping hole <laughs> in a not, in a not an incredibly obvious place but also not like it like it exists and I'm coming dear to the listeners, dear sleuths out there, all you Nancy Drews, no, 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 it's no, a pair no. of athletic shorts. You, it it like the question can of like you solve the, the question the of Sphinx's riddle. The question of I'm running to Publix. Do I change shorts? Or not? Mm. It and is. You inc- think? Well, I'm never going to be seated. In I'm Publix. not seated. I'm not sitting down. You know. And so I think I am also with you. I feel like the the pendulum is slowly now swinging into the you know maybe there's a huge hole in my shorts I don't know who yeah. knows yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> okay yeah good so answer I think that's maybe I think that's the, I think that's the real answer that's the real answer it. was it was the holes we made along the way those mm, are, that's that's the I, truth. I'd rather not think as much about the the short holes <laughs> if that's all right yeah that's totally that's, that's totally fine we can move on I liked some of the 80s music they put in this uh, like the synth style music in the fight yes. scenes and the, the yes. hither thither staff I feel like all of these like little things that they just were silly and put in it was all great all great I, all the great effect all, you know what this movie made me want to do yeah play play D&D because doing <laughs> a like doing a type of going in with your friends and trying to solve puzzles and trying to defeat enemies and you all have a different particular set of skills <laughs> is my jam and i hope to as i be as i move into my whole short period of my life <laughs> and away from my uh we'll call it uh revlon magical cover-up <laughs> time of my life yeah i hope to be someone who can play D&D openly and unabashedly with those that I love. Does it take does it take a long time? Like does a game of D&D is it like days? It does, but I think that's yeah. why you break it up into like we play the we play this campaign oh, every see. Thursday night from 7 oh. to 9 or from 7 to 8 and it may take us a year to do it or whatever. Does but it? But it doesn't matter cuz you have a episodic adventure. Is it um like risk where you have to like leave whatever set up permanently to like not mess with it or can you like No, pack- most of it's in your mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. I've never tried it. I know you could play it like online. You could play online. Is this yeah, some, like th- that's like- how I played it over was oh, okay. during uh COVID quarantine. Yeah, well there you over go. Over Zoom. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I think we should rate this movie. All right, let's do it. On a scale of zero to five, uh, hither thithers, hither thithers, that's pretty good. Um, who's it? Should it be me? I don't even know who went first last time. It's been like three years. You should go first. I'll go first. I'll give this movie a solid four out of five. I think this is a four out of five movie. I think there's rewatchability. I've rewatched parts of it. I think it is fun and funny. Chris Pine is wonderful. The action is very good. And, you know, going into it, I was like, Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, like this is immediately a B movie and like it's not mm-hmm. going to be very good. And it mm-hmm. is it is actually surprising and the, the emotional moments are good. So I would say four out of five hither, thithers. What do you say? 
I'm going to say four out of five as well. I thought it was fun. It is. You have to go into it with the expectations that I'm just here for a fun time. You're not going to be wowed by anything in particular, except if you like uh, wizards battling, in which case I think you will be delighted because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It is pretty fun. So you can watch it now. Amazon Prime video. You don't even have to rent it or anything. If you have Amazon Prime, you can just just watch it. It's waiting for you. You You know what else is waiting for you, Nate? Our bonus episodes. Oh. (laughs) I was trying to say, if you want more Moss content, all of our bonus episodes are just there waiting for you. Patreon.com slash movies on the side or directly in Apple Podcasts. Support us there. Listen to all of them. And as we always say. I really like the scene where they ask the questions of the 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 guys that had died in the battle yeah those, those are, those those are hilarious good. those are hilarious holga doesn't like to be disturbed when she's eating her potatoes that's kind of the highlight of her day <laughs> that, was a good, that set the tone for the movie right there that was it